to the Center and the Saints. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Oh, sorry, that's like a Carter thing, right? Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> yes. I even did the wrong tune. Sorry about that. Well, that's okay. You made it your own. I wasn't expecting to just launch out in song, but I'm excited for new beginnings. I know. We hope y'all had a good break. We enjoyed ours. Yes. Missed y'all. Missed recording. Um, But we really like the sun and the beach. So, you know, it was like... Just a little free time. You know, everybody needs to start over sometimes. Refresh. Yes. Renew. Reset. And get ready because that helps us prepare for what's new, like a new school year, a new podcast season, a new yeah. journey in life, whatever that a looks like. A new football season. Oh. Car full of smelly gear and stinky kids and snack wrappers. <laughs> oh my gosh. We had a whole conversation recently with some friends about how annoying the wrappers are from things and how they quit letting their kids drink Capri Suns. Oh. Do y'all remember those? I don't even know if they still sell they them. They do. They're called juice. I mean, they call them okay. juice pouch now, but yeah. Because, and then those little um, frozen pops or you know, like they're just basically sugar water and Hold you up. cut off the top and you push them up. You let your kids drink those in the car? No, 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 no. Oh, this okay. was like back in the day. You know, when they were little. You mean the plastic popsicles where yeah. the plastic cut your mouth, like when you yeah. were little because it was too big? Yes. yes. But then you find, like, not only the tops, but you find the bottoms. And that kids just throw that stuff wherever because they just don't, like, think about it. Um, You know what I'm hearing is you have not been psychotic enough about someone leaving a wrapper because once you take it to that level, once you go full on, they're not leaving a wrapper. <laughs> you went full on atomic on them. Oh, well, yeah. this has been a while for me. Yeah. And usually they just got those kinds of things when we were on like a beach vacay. So it, fun fact, like my kids, if one of their friends leaves a rapper, they go crazy about their friends leaving a rapper. <gasps> wow. Yeah. You just got to be a little crazier, girl. Let well, loose. Now, now I don't have to worry about it. Oh, do you Aww. miss it? No, not that part. Okay. You know what's cool about starting, or not even starting over, but new phases um, and changes is as your kids get older, like you do miss, you know, those little tiny babies and they when they fit in your lap and they give you the little snuggles and all those things. But there's this beautiful friendship that, as and you see them become these adults mm. and you see them growing into the person that God you know, has designed them to be and you're having these different kinds of conversations and it's a new kind of excitement. Yeah. And starting over in, you know, relationship with your kids and I can see that. Well, you know, I love starting over, but it can be super scary. Like I can think of times when I've started over in my life, which has been many because um yeah, I run fast and hard and normally in the wrong (laughs) direction for a while. (laughs) Oh, me too. When is the time that you started over? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know to end up good or end up bad. And it doesn't really matter. I don't think. I think my problem is I'm just like, eh, whatever. If it doesn't work, we'll try something new. (laughs) We'll just regroup and start over. Start over again. You know, I was thinking about this question um, since you asked me like just 30 minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) We never, you know, we like to keep it real, people. Um, We don't do too much prep. But I was thinking... And two major things came to my mind for starting over. And what was interesting about those two things is one was 
Now, I mean, I, I grew up in the church, as many of you already know. And so I've always known God. I've always believed in God. I mean, since I was a young girl. But that didn't mean I was close to God. Mm-hmm. Um, had him on a shelf. So one of these starting over phases was during that time of my life. And then one where was where he was really, really close in my life again. Mm. And, you know, tops. And the differences are pretty amazing as I was reflecting. So this was just like a great question. So I was thinking about my first one was a new career. Okay. So back in the day. Back in the day. 1995, people. Ooh. <laughs> I had graduated from college and I was a teacher. I taught second grade. Oh, you must have been the best teacher ever. Oh, I loved it, actually. I have, and those kids probably were so excited. I, I would even consider putting my kids in school if you were their teacher. That is so sweet. I did love coming up with the creative ways to teach, which I think, you know, I've always been a teacher inside. I guess I just found my jam with adult women. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I decided after that first year that it was just not for me. Like I loved the teaching, but you didn't make any money and there was so much more to it. You couldn't just go in and teach. So it was all this like red tape and paperwork and they just made it so hard. Um, really? It kind of sounds like teaching in the church. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make any money. Red tape. <laughs> so true. And you were like, oh, let's get these cute little kids and their snacks and go to women and all their problems. Oh, huh. well, gosh, I never looked at it that way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should go back to elementary school now. Oh, gosh, I would not recommend I'm it. I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't fit into the school system now. I don't fit their box. Um, you could not keep your mouth shut. No. And I love that. Yeah. I, I would be your teacher's you. aide. I did. Actually, there was this. Uh, yeah, I better not tell that story. But anyway, um, I didn't know. So thankfully back then when you, I I resigned and I got paid during the summer because that's how I had chosen to get my paycheck. Uh, I don't even know if that's an option now, but it used to be. And I was like, I have, I literally have the summer to figure out what I'm going to do. Like I had no idea what I was going to do. Yeah. I I mean, I had gone to four years of school to be an elementary school teacher. Mm. So what I did was I sat by the pool a lot. I wasn't going to church at the time. Oh, gosh. I was probably drinking beer by the pool. Um, there wasn't probably much prayer, like not, not intentional good prayer. Right. Instead, I was like just looking through the newspaper. Do y'all remember that? The newspaper, the classifieds, like where you used to like yes. look for jobs? Yes. <laughs> I'm aging myself. You really are. I know. I cannot confirm nor deny if I was alive at that time. <laughs> so it ended up, uh, you know, as as God had it, I mean, it did end up that I ended up in this really good, cool job. I was overqualified, but it was fun. And it took a while, but it did lead to, you know, me getting my master's and working at NC State and doing these things and being in charge of, you know, events, event planning and stuff like that for the Alumni Association. But it took a while. And there, it was kind of tumultuous. So I eventually got there, but anyway, then I ended up quitting. But later, my other starting over. But wait, that was can I go one... back to the first one? Yeah. So first of all, I've never been overqualified for any job I've ever had. Oh, you said I've been overqualified. I'm like, huh? Never had that experience in my life. <laughs> well, but... I had like a four year degree, and I was basically like an event planning assistant. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, but you know. Um, 
Yeah, probably too much fun. Um, I felt the same about bartending, but man, it was good money, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> this was not good money. This oh, was yeah. the state. <laughs> you know, there's oh, no, yeah. oh, so much money with the state. But also, I love that you say, even though I wasn't doing X, Y, Z, God still had a plan for me, but I had to go through some tumultuous times and yada, yada. So I love that you can look back and know that you weren't close to God, but he was close to you. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder how, yes. We'll just just (laughs) just leave it there. (laughs) I mean, yes, this is how I know that God loves me so much. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we can all look back at times in our life um, where we just were not following him closely. We were not doing that or at all or whatever or when it was convenient only. And he was still there. Yeah. You know, I've truly lived that out. When I talk about God is always on the sidelines waiting for us to draw him back into the middle. That is truly how I look back and see him in my life. He had not left me. He was there, but he was letting me do my crazy thing. I think of him like, of course, because I'm a football mom, I think of him like the coach on the sidelines yeah. that's trying to talk to the quarterback and like show him the next play, but yeah. the quarterback is doing Screaming his own Screaming over the crowd. He's got the signs going yeah. with his arms, the papers waving. <laughs> yeah, trying to get our attention and, you know, yeah. yeah. He wants us to call a timeout. Yeah. To talk one-on-one with him. I didn't call enough timeouts during that time in my life. <laughs> um, thankfully, years later, fast forward a decade or maybe a little more, um, I had been back in church, you know, back in church, had children, had been attending this incredible Wednesday morning Bible study for several years. Uh, loved all the women. It was just such an amazing time. And truth be told, the reason I originally went was because it had free childcare, yeah. And I was a, a new stay-at-home mom with a one-year-old, so you know I'm not gonna lie about that. But <laughs> hey, I got there yeah. and something great happened because of it. But the Lord put on my heart to leave that Wednesday morning Bible study and get this, not go to another one, but carve out that same time each week to sit alone on my back porch with Him. What did you do with the baby? Well, they were, at that time, they were older. Okay. So, you know, they were in school. So I could do that. This was, yeah, several years. Um, And I was like, well, that didn't make any sense. And I really like my people. And this is kind of what I do. And Mm -hmm. there's so, you know, but I did it. Because I was listening to God's nudge. I was close enough to Him. And I wasn't reading the newspaper for advice. I was opening the Word of God. I was praying a ton more. I was in church, you know. And so I did it, and even though it didn't make any sense. And that is how my In the Middle Bible study came to be. So if I had not listened, um, that Bible study, I mean, he may have accomplished that. I'm sure he would have. If he, he wanted it out, he would have accomplished it. But how long would it have taken? Yeah. You know, versus I listened, I obeyed because I was, you know, doing the right thing in his word, in prayer, in communication with him. I did it, and it was like, bam. There it was, and out was that Bible study. Great. So I have a question or two. Okay, so when you were by the pool, did you hang out with people? Were people like, what are you doing at the pool? Or they're like, yeah, cool, let's hang out. This is fun. Huh. Well, it was an apartment pool, and most people that live there worked. (laughs) So you were by yourself. So a lot of times I was by myself. I mean, I'm sure sometimes my teacher friends and I, even though we kind of lived all over, but were you, you know. catching any flack from anybody? Oh, no. I mean, because, you know, if somebody asked, 
Nobody was that much in your business in an apartment. Okay. Cool. Well, then when you decided you were going to quit your Bible study to go do what God called you to do, were you getting a little bit of flack from the people on Wednesday mornings? Or like, what are you doing? This is a bad idea. This is crazy. I don't think anybody said... That is such an interesting question. Um, you're so good at this. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody said... you know out loud to me that right. this is a bad idea. I think they were like, oh gosh, you know, they expressed disappointment, which would have hurt my feelings if they didn't. Right. <laughs> like, oh, good. We're so glad God told you Thank to quit you coming Jesus. to Bible Thank you, Jesus. We've study. been praying about this one. <laughs> We've been praying you would leave. Um, so I, I do think that I certainly had to get over some, I probably felt guilty. Yeah. And strange. And who knows what they said behind my back. I mean, they're nice people, so they right. probably didn't talk too much. But I'm sure they didn't understand at the time. Yeah. Just interesting as I think about those two scenarios, because, you know, I'm literally visualizing you, and I'm like, hmm, probably the pool. People are like, hey, girl, what's going on? And, you know, everything was smoothish sailing, right? Yeah. But then you decide you're going to do something against the norm, particularly in a church setting where you've been attending Bible study for so long. And then you decide, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. You know, now my kids are in school, which would mean you'd have more time to do Bible study, but now you're going to stay home. Yes. That's so true. And I think, too, it wasn't as if I was, um, they might have thought it was hokey. (laughs) You know, well, this is what God's told me to do. I don't know. But it wasn't as if I was going, I was like cheating on them and leaving their Bible study to go to a different church. Because this was a very traditional, like downtown church, you know. And I I did, like, that's where I got my foundation. That's what, I was so grateful. Like, it was hard to break up for me. It was a really hard ask of God. um, Because this is where I came back to Him, where I really started studying Scripture for the first time in my life. And started this this close relationship with him. I just love that though, because you had to say no to something good to take part in God's better for you. Yes. But if you had been short sighted or more worried about I don't know. I mean it took a lot of faith, I think. Obviously the faith that you probably grew in that Wednesday morning Bible study to be able to just go yes. I'm gonna go sit and write a Bible study. I didn't even know I was gonna do that. Gotcha. I didn't even know that. I just knew that he had called me to sit quietly on my back porch and study his word, just me and him. Yeah, but what a confidence you had, though, to figure out how to study his word. Yeah, I don't know where. I guess it came from that Bible study. You know, Kudos to you, people. Good job. We love her. We appreciate all the work you put into this woman. (laughs) He's so gracious how he, as I look back, I think think we should all kind of think about these moments in our life. This is such a great question for all of our listeners to ponder um, over the next week or so, I think, because it really, as you go back and you think about these things, like even for me, I think you can probably sense some of my, oh, wow, moments, and they're genuine because I haven't thought about these things in so long, and you see how God is in the details, Mm -hmm. and how when starting over with Him is so much better and easier. Yeah. And I do love that you said God is in the details because um, when you're in it, you don't necessarily feel like God is in the details. That is so true. Oftentimes, God's pushed you to a very uncomfortable place. And so if you're feeling like you're going somewhere very uncomfortable, God's probably already been there, worked out some details for you, but you are not going to see those right away. You're just going to go in trembling, right? That's right. I mean, he says, I mean, even in scripture, you know, he tells 
you know, his people, Abraham and everything. It's like, go. <laughs> no directions after. Just go. Right. And so they head out not knowing the blessings, the journey, the the provision, the challenges, but they but they're obedient mm-hmm. and God shows up. And so that's kind of where I was. God was like, Go to your porch, leave your people. Yeah. Leave the safety of this and come uh-huh. sit with me. And that did not make sense. But I'm so grateful I listened. Me too. Gosh, I wish I could I need to ponder that more. How did I get there? Mm, hmm. I love that. How about you? Okay. <laughs> Starting over. So, well, let's think how many times I started over without God? Quite a few. Yep. I got lots of stories. But one that comes to mind specifically in North Carolina is I got laid off from one job and I was a single mom and I had to pay for two kids to be in private school. And so daggone it, I had to find a job right away. And I did because I just always been that person. Like I'm going to go figure this out. And I had a job offer within a week. Um, and it was a, you know, I think it was the same pay, blah, blah, blah. Wow. But there was no praying to God at that point. I didn't recognize God at that point. And, uh, the first day of my new job, I happened to like, I was starting on a Monday. So I called on Friday and I said, Hey, I was super excited. Um, it was a big girl job. And I said, <laughs> hey, can I come in and get a key and just see around the office so I'm not starting from scratch on Monday morning? And they said, oh, sure. Gave me a key, showed me around the office. So Monday morning I show up, no one is there. What? So I like use my key to open the door and I'm waiting. I mean, is I this waited. like eight o'clock? What? Or nine? I, I mean, this remember. is like standard sh- opening yes, time. Correct. I didn't show up extra early. I wasn't that right. girl. <laughs> <laughs> you should know I'm not that girl. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sitting there. They're not showing up. So I finally call one of them. And um, it was two guys. And they said, Oh, we totally forgot to tell you. We're at a conference all week. Oh my gosh. So, A, if I had not gone early, I would not have the key. B, I cried my first day of work because I still didn't know how to do everything. They didn't show me how to transfer phone calls, to answer, none of that. So you were basically, you started this job and you were working there the entire week with no training, just all by yourself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, the printer, it was bad. And here's my point for you guys. If your first day of work causes you to cry a lot, run. Put in your resignation, go pray to God, because you probably did something wrong. <laughs> I mean, it was so, and I said, man, but I was so independent. I'm not going to like sit back and wait for someone to do something for me. I'm going to do it for myself, right? And then the one time that I followed God, that I was kind of crazy. And actually, I have testament that my neighbor in Texas had some very um, colorful words to say about my choices. But um, when I told my kids we're homeschooling. So here's the thing. I don't ever go out quietly when I take my kids out of school. Thank goodness William doesn't have to deal with that. But my older two, when I took them out of school, um, I just bust up in the middle of the school day. Oh, sweet. I'm like, hey, guess what? Here's all her books. We're checking her out of day prison. We'll never be back. And I call it day prison to their face, which they love. And then then we like blast music out of the um, parking lot. Right. That was the first one. And people thought I was insane. But that's okay. I mean, I was a little insane. God probably didn't say blast your music and call it I call it passionate. (laughs) Right. Thank you. It's all about the synonyms, people. It's all about the synonyms. (laughs) I am very passionate. Yes. Especially when I get angry. (laughs) 
And so then same thing with my son. I kept feeling like, take him home, take him home, take him home. And I'm going, this is crazy, God. Like, I don't, I don't even like school. Why am I going to homeschool my kids? How's that <laughs> going to work out? You know what I'm saying? And um, I always tell people, if you're thinking you're going to homeschool, you'll know when it's time to, you know, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what? You've been there. I have. And so I just took my son to school the day after Christmas break. I had had a little confrontation with the teacher um, right before what? break. You I know. Shocking. <laughs> and um, yes. So anyways, I'm really good at drafting really harsh emails. So he went to school that day and I decided we're not doing this anymore. And I just picked him up in the middle of the day. And he he didn't know what to do. Yeah. He's like, what do you, what do you mean I'm not coming back? I'm like, we're done. We're, we're, n- we're never coming back here. And I made an appointment with the principal to tell her all about it. Good. A week after I took him out, you know. But it wasn't because I, I sought counsel. I talked to people about it. Yeah. You know, there were people in the school that I talked to that were like, oh, I would choose that too if I were, you know, it was that bad. And Depending s- on your kid's situation. Yeah. Well, this situation was that bad. particular situation, it was, it was not going to be remedied. Correct. In any other way than yeah. other than removal. Right. But I almost wonder, would he have had to go through all that? With his teacher, if I had been obedient in the beginning. Oh. I, I'm not going to go there, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no. But anyways. But you got there, and I that's the... There. Yeah. And it was a great new beginning. Yes. And your kids love, are still love. in homeschool. Love, love, love. Well, yes. Yeah. I love I mean, one has moved on. <laughs> one has <laughs> moved on, two are still in homeschool. Right. Yeah, and I love every minute of it, but I didn't love it right away. Sure. Because I stepped out in obedience before I knew what I was doing and before I knew what God wanted me to do. And slowly he changed my heart and got me on board with it. But I still went. That is the key thing. We don't often, of course he would love us just to be like, oh, of course, yes. You say go, I'm going. Happy heart, the whole nine yards. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I pray that I can be more like that. But sometimes it is with um, a resistant, anxious, heart you know um because it change is scary and the unknown is scary Mm -hmm. and you know we always know it's god when it is something that we would never choose to do on our own oh my gosh could you even count on when it's good and we wouldn't choose to do (laughs) it you know (laughs) um yes like stepping out of your favorite bible study or switching you know a location for your kids for schooling or Whatever that is. Or starting a podcast. Or starting a or podcast. Or writing a book. Yes. Or speaking. Or Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we hope that as you begin this new season, this new school year, this new, as fall approaches, that you will consider and just stop for a moment and take stock of some new beginnings that you've had throughout your life. And maybe look back and see whether you were following God at that time or not. If you can recognize his fingerprints anywhere on the story, because I can guarantee you they are there. Oh, yes. And speaking of new beginnings, before we go, if you are following us on social media, you already know the big announcement. But if you are not, check back next week because we are making a big announcement about a new beginning. Yay. So excited. Thanks for joining us. We're looking forward to an amazing year with you all on The Center in the Saint.